causing you a great deal of stress, whether it be a person or um, an issue or something that you're trying to organize that's just not working, let it go. Just actually go, you know what? This is not working for me. This is causing too much. It's not meant to be. So let's keep this as further removed from me. So on the day, it doesn't need to rear its head and cause any problems. episode of the you and me podcast is brought to you by the bridal journey and wonderlust creative this episode spotlights a real bride and the process that she's undertaken to plan her dream wedding i'm laura from wonderlust creative a bespoke wedding and event planning company that specializes in creating unique and personal events and i am joined as always by andy owner of the bridal journey a premium wedding blog and research platform the best go-to for all your wedding inspiration. Today on the show, we have the beautiful Keita Vanyuk, who had a laid-back Byron Bay wedding at Beach Byron Bay, and she gives us so many tips on how she planned her dream day. Here she is. Let's dive on in. We are joined today by the gorgeous Keita that we are about to chat to um, and relive her incredible Byron Bay wedding. Um, that took place in May last year. So welcome. Oh, thank you, ladies. So excited to chat about it. So excited. So for all our listeners and, um, you know, they're going to be bombarded with your incredible images um, as we go live with this episode. But tell all our listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure thing. So my name's Keita. I um, have worked in fashion for about 20 years, mainly on the modeling side. And then I'm also a senior account manager dealing with advertising and media for um, developers. And then when I get a little bit of spare time, which is very hard, um, I've just put it on hold a little bit. Um, but I also study naturopathy as well. Oh my gosh, kind of busy. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what we can fit in when, you know, when you hustle though. It's incredible. It's so true. <laughs> It's very incredible. And so, and are you, you're located in um, New South Wales? Yes, I am. I'm in Sydney. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. And so your, um, your partner, how did you guys meet? Oh, it, it's kind of a bit of a funny story. Um, about 11 years ago, my best friend from high school, Cassie, um, she lives in Melbourne and she was up in Sydney and she said to me, look, my best male friend, Max, who I've heard about for ages, he's just moved um, from Byron to Sydney. So um, come out and meet us for some drinks because I'm in town. And so I met him and I immediately, there was just, I don't know, there's just something about Max that you just feel completely at ease with. And I felt like I'd known him for a million years and we mm -hmm. hit it off and we were really good mates, but um, timing of course, wasn't quite right. I was finishing my degree and working and he was in a band um, and he was going on tour and I was like, look, let's just be mates and be friends. And we were. And the funny thing was we, um, the, the people that we ended up dating afterwards were all in the same circle of friends. 
So we still got to see each other and say hi to each other and catch up for all those years. And then about three years ago, we were single and we used to go out on little dinner dates and catch up with each other and check in on each other and see how we're going because we've always been really good friends. And I had just booked a European trip for about five weeks and I made the comment that I was going to be all alone on the Amalfi Coast um, for the last week of it. And I made a joke saying, oh, well, you should just fly over and we should hang. And he said, Kita, I'm not going to fly over to Italy for a week. That's just silly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Do whatever you want. And then um, I went on my trip and I was in Rome about two days before I was to land in Positano. I get this text message and he says, I've booked a flight. I'm jumping on tomorrow. I'll see what? You yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I know. And then he just, he arrived and my heart just, burst and um we had the best time ever and we kind of fell in love there and um I said to him I I I don't get it we've been mates for so long why haven't you ever tried dating me beforehand and he said oh you're not the girl I date you're the girl I marry and that's kind of got together he's way more romantic wow he's very was it easy to um I was just say everyone's collective hearts just broke just then <laughs> with what he said. That's incredible. he's very cute. Did Did you know when you invited him though that's overseas that something might have happened, or was I, it purely basis of a, a friendship? Well, the funny thing is, we every time we hang out, we have the best time ever, and I always had a crush on him. Um, and even my mum admitted at our wedding when I first met Max. 11 years ago, I called her and said, oh, my God, Mum, I met the man that I want to marry um, because he's just he's just perfect. So when when I um, invited him over, I didn't expect us to get together, but that was always something that I'd always wanted. In the back of your um, mind, yeah. yeah. And he used to play it so cool with me. He used to just play it so bloody cool. <laughs> That's so good, though. That's like a perfect basis for a relationship, though, yeah. like having that friendship first and... Yeah, that really helped. Everything fades, right? <laughs> the love fades. <laughs> the excitement at the start, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Depressing. But when you live with someone, like, you know, you've been someone for so long and you know them so well because, you know, sometimes you know your friends better than you know an intimate partner in those first few years. So you've got this guy that you're, you know, you've known for so long and you're such good friends with, it's just that's what keeps it going 20, 30 years down the track, you know, not this lust at the very beginning. I agree with you. Uh, We were very lucky to have that seven years of friendship. Um, It made everything so much easier. And and as I say, I feel like I just, I'm hanging out with my best friend every day. It's pretty cool. So um, how did he propose then? Oh, it was it was actually really funny. So we bought a house and um, we were picking up the keys on the first day of summer. And he, he'd obviously planned things and he knows, he knows me so well. If I could have, like, I will just sniff it out. Like I could, could easily pick up on it. So he decided to do something to really throw me um, so that I didn't think that he was going to do it. Um, so he, after work one evening, he came into the city and he said, oh, I've arranged something for us. And I came, um, he picked me up and we went to this jewellery designer in the city and he goes, oh, we're going to 
design your engagement ring and I was like hells no this is not what I want <laughs> and he knows me so well so he could just he's like I could see it in your face this was like the worst thing ever <laughs> um, and I was like oh my god I was sitting there going oh my god now I know what it's going to look like then I'll know what he's going to propose and then they were showing me because I really wanted a, an, an emerald and they were showing me all the wrong emeralds as well and I was like this is really weird but little did I know he had the ring design all sorted. It was in his pocket. He just did it to throw me off that week. <laughs> Such, oh, he's so naughty. Um, so then he said to me when we were going to pick up the keys, he said, look, I'm picking it up on Saturday. Go buy yourself a beautiful dress. I'm going to book us a lovely breakfast down at Balmoral and then I'm going to pack us a picnic with champagne and everything and let's go celebrate before we pick up the keys. So I wasn't expecting anything at all. And I thought, oh, that's such a great idea. And if anyone's ever bought a house, you know how stressful that is. So time to celebrate. And so we got, we had the beautiful breakfast in the morning. And he said to me, down at Balmoral, there's this lovely little island called Rocky Point Island. And he goes, oh, well, let's go have a nice little picnic there. And I thought, oh, that's a really good spot. Good on you. So we walked down. And as I was walking onto the island, I heard all this violin music. And this is how much my headspace was not there. I grab him and I go, oh, babe, this is where the classical violinist must come to practice. And he's like, I'm so glad she has no idea. And then I spot a photographer and I go to him, oh, how smart is the girl? She's, um, she's even got a photographer for her Instagram page. That's really clever. And he's just like, oh, my God, she has no idea that this is for her. <laughs> he goes, well, how about we just go sit down here in front of the violinist and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, <laughs> we've lucked out and they're playing all our songs and I'm going, oh, <laughs> oh my God, babe, they're playing all our songs. Stars you know, are aligning. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is so cool. And then, um, and then he sat down and he went to pour the champagne and he was so nervous. He, he started shaking and I was like, is your back okay? Have you hurt yourself? <laughs> He's like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. And then um, and then he just kind of rolled into this big speech about our life and how happy he is and how much we've achieved together and um, and that nothing would be complete, like the year wouldn't be complete um, without asking me to be his wife. And, yeah, then he got down on one knee and proposed and had the ring that I, my dream ring which wasn't the ring we were deciding. Yeah. Like, oh, you bastard, how could you do that to me? And then I realised this was all for me and I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God, that violinist, violinist is for me. She's just not practising. And he's like, she's all set up. <laughs> but it was really, really beautiful. Yeah, it was oh really good. Gosh. Is he... Is he romantic? Is that something that, you know, he's always kind of been? Yeah, he's very yeah. romantic. Um, I used to think I was quite romantic, but no, Max Max takes the cake there. He's very considerate and um, very thoughtful. And, yeah, so he, he's way more, yeah, better than, than that. Because, like you said before, like, you know, you, 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 when you're with somebody for a while, you can sniff things out and you know if they're kind of acting weird and, you know, if you've been together for a while, you're, like, always with a girl potentially at the back of mind, like, what's going on? Like, it's a bit, mm. you know, it's a bit 
you, you're not acting normal and then for him to be able to you know still surprise you after all this time it's it's really special yeah he did good there so good <laughs> so you are based in Sydney um was it an easy choice where you decided to get married how did you how did you kind of pick your space yeah so Byron is a really special place for both Max and I. We eventually want to move there and we love it there. It's just, there's just something magical about Byron. Um, originally, of course, if, if we could have it, um, the dream, the dream would have been to get married in Italy, but with all our friends and family based in Australia and we were also a bit crazy, we decided, to, we planned our wedding and got, we got engaged and we planned our wedding within four and a half months wow. yeah we got married yeah four months four or five months later mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. bunch of nutcases <laughs> we and we kind of wanted to bring that beautiful Italian vibe to Byron and it just it was just the perfect perfect spot for um for it and it was a little bit hard at first um trying to arrange it all from Sydney but we flew up about twice and because we've been up there a lot um we kind of knew what we wanted and and everything like that and sort of sorted that out beforehand and the suppliers up there were just so amazing and so great to deal with I I felt completely at ease um it wasn't it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be but then also planning a wedding within four months it's oh, wow. doable. It's yeah. doable. <laughs> um, but that's also pretty funny as well to do. <laughs> did you have a planner help you with that or did you solely plan it yourself? I, I planned it myself. Um, the good thing is both Max and I have worked in events and I've, I'm quite lucky that Max has worked in events because he could help me out a lot with um, a few bits and pieces. And I'm one of those crazy people that loves an Excel spreadsheet. So an Excel spreadsheet with everything organized is just, oh, that's my dream. <laughs> um, so that was kind of easy to sort of put together. Um, and yeah. was that just including like your budget and yes, that- you know, who you were kind of looking at and things like that in the, your Excel spreadsheet. Can you give us any tips for oh, Brian yeah. to the planning? Oh, my Excel spreadsheet, that is crazy. So I had actually, a- can we have a copy of that and link it as a template? I've sent it to other brides before. Yeah, well, what, what did you include in it? So what I had in there was um, I had first our budget, then I had um, a tab of all the options of everything of my supplies of what I could go for. Then my final tab of the things that I decided on, on what and then had um, so that I could just pull my running sheet quite easily with all the contact details and everything that was going in there. I also had the running sheet costs of um, our honeymoon in there and our mini moon and then also all our accommodation and everything in there. Um, yeah, it's a pretty crazy one, but it's like the best thing ever. So I had all my links in there, costing people I spoke to, contact details. I even would take pictures of certain things and put the imageries in there um, of the stuff that I did eventually choose for things because there was a couple of stuff that I wanted to bump in um, to the reception, things like chairs and certain cups and uh, glassware and things like that. Um, and sort of kind of put that all together. So it was quite good when I handed it over to um, 
I was dealing with the most amazing lady. Big shout out to Belinda at Beach Byron Bay, which is where we had our reception. She's the event manager there. It was so good to just hand that over to her as well because she had everything in there and it was, it was super easy that way. That's amazing. So, you know, you did all of it yourself, which is an incredible feat when you know, you work, yeah. <laughs> you've got a life as well. So, you know, we're not just uh, doing this amongst, you know, as a part-time unicorn. So it's such an incredible feat. You had, you know, you developed an amazing um, template budget tracker. How did you go then with finding your suppliers? And, uh, you know, was that easy for you? Did you know exactly who and, and what you wanted in Byron? Or did you lean on... Um, you know, your venue and their recommendations as well? That's a really good question. Um, a bit of both. There yeah. were some things, I'm not going to lie, Instagram is amazing. Um, <laughs> if you see any, one of the great things about Instagram is if you see anyone's wedding that is in the same area as you and you tap the, um, if the bride's been awesome and, and tapped the, yeah. the image, it shows you the supplies. So there was a couple of um, supplies that I just grabbed from Instagram because I liked their style and I liked what they did. Um, and then the others was um, given to me by uh, my reception as their supplier supplier list as well, which was really, really oh, good. Really handy. Yeah. They kind of just said, look, these are the best ones that we use for lighting. These are the best ones that we oh, use great. for um, props. Um, best ones they use for flowers. Best one- Actually, I got my cake recommendation through um, my reception, which was really good. And they kind of had a list of, uh, several options in there um, oh did they have that like according to price range or uh no it, it was more just um it was more style um because you could go with different types of style that you would want um but I also found that with it but in saying that there were different types of options for um pricing as well which was really, really good to be yeah, honest. that makes life so much easier. It does. The supplies that they gave me were actually the most cost-effective um, I found in the area as well. And they were yeah, the most you kind of Did you kind of look at other suppliers, not just the list that they gave you, or were you yeah. just kind of going with what they kind of suggested? No, I, I had a look at other suppliers as well. Yeah. Um, and they were the the best ones that they recommended yeah they definitely oh that's good to know and the easiest to work with as well (laughs) and um so you wore two dresses one for your reception and one for your um ceremony can you tell us I read somewhere on your Instagram I think you wrote that um your photographer showed you a dress from French Vogue and you fell in love with that yes so I wore two dresses um I had a ceremony dress so my first dress I just love look my my most favorite dress of all time is Carolyn Bissett Kennedy's silk slip to JFK Jr and there's just something about silk that I just find so classic and elegant yet Mm. sexy um so I found the slip which was from Grace Loves Lace a few years prior like I think it was like the year prior and I just saved it and um, when I tried it on, like I tried on a couple of dresses, but they kind of felt, they made me feel like a, too much of a bride. But when I put this dress on, it kind of accentuated my body in the best possible manner. And I felt like me. Um, and I just felt like this was me and who I was and, 
and yeah. we weren't to be walking down the aisle, kind of how I, I envisioned myself. Um, and so that was kind of easy to choose for that. And then my photographer, the beautiful Ali, she showed me this gorgeous dress by Luna B Bride um, in French Vogue. And I, I fell in love with it. But funnily enough, I, it's so funny how fate goes. I wasn't actually meant to wear that dress for my reception. <laughs> so what happened was I saw this dress and I was like, that is so beautiful. And I'd actually, because I was having um, welcome drinks the day before. And I was actually meant to wear that dress for the welcome drinks. And I had a different dress put aside for my reception, which was just a little silk slip underneath and this beautiful so, um, by the same designer though, this beautiful um, lace overlay to go over the top of it. And it was just intricate and gorgeous and beautiful. And that's what I was meant to wear for my reception. But what happened was when I was getting ready for uh, the uh, pre-drinks, the day before drinks, the welcome drinks, I put on the wrap dress and it just been steamed and was all set. And my bridesmaid, who I was getting ready with, she turned around and looked at me and she went, oh, you can't wear this to drinks tonight. <laughs> she said, this is way too special. And I was looking at it and I was like. It just, it just looked too good in it. And it was so good. <laughs> yeah. You, you looked amazing. Good choice. Yeah, it was just, I don't know, there's something about it. It has these big billowing silk. Yes, and the slit on the legs. Oh, it's amazing. So gorgeous and it just wraps around you and you feel like an utter goddess just swanning about in it and I put it on and I went I can't wear this right now can I and she's like no hang that back up don't get it crushed we'll we're gonna wear that for reception and um and then I was like oh my god what do I wear now and I I ruffled some things around and, and found something else and threw it on straight away and went to drinks um prior to it so that's kind of how I ended up in in the reception dress which was just meant to be it was totally meant to be yeah and I think that's the thing isn't it like you really on your wedding day like this is your day so you do you want to feel like a goddess you want to be incredibly comfortable you want to pick something that does all the right things in all the right places that has you, you know, not fixing yourself up here and there or playing around with it. So, you know, to feel as good as you did in both your ceremony and reception dress is just, is so special, but so important. It, it, it really, it's so hundred percent agree with you. It's so important to feel comfortable in yourself and just, yeah, feeling like a goddess on the day. <laughs> I absolutely, your your two dresses are like my dream combo. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I've got you bookmarked on my Instagram for when I get married. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> I might have to copy both. Oh, 100%. I, I'm so like a slip type girl, but I really love that Luna V dress as well. Oh, it's it's so nice. And, and the split in it and you can dance in it and it's just, it's so lovely. And then you wore, you had an Oscar um, de yeah. la Renta veil. I did. So when yeah. I did my silk um, slip for uh, my uh, ceremony dress, it is quite such a simple, elegant cut dress and, 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 and quite, you know, yeah, just simple and chic. And I was kind of looking for a little bit of drama to add and I was out shopping with my mum and the lady put this 
giant Oscar de la Renta veil on me. It's about five meters long and it's just layers upon layers of silk tulle. And she put it on me and both my mum and I went, that's it. That's the drama that we needed. Um, and I love a veil. I, just, I It's just so beautiful. Um, so we popped that on and that just made the dress, I, I, I personally feel. And then also I just kind of added my um, my earrings as well because I was like, oh, just add a little bit of colour as well to just kind of give it a bit more me. Um but yeah, that veil is divine. And I, I thought with it as well, because it's so big, um, if I have a daughter and I get married, I can give her that silk, because um, it's silk chill, I can give her that veil if she wants to make a veil out of it, if she wants to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's so nice. And so let's have a bit of a chat then about your little black book of yes. all your suppliers because, um, you know, you had so many winners on there and it just, everything came together, like what looks like. And it's so funny because, you know, here here are we sitting there stalking at your Instagram. This is so perfect. But, um, but let, okay, so let's kind of go through your suppliers list. So you had the two dresses for your ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, who, what, did you change shoes when you changed dress? I, I did and I didn't. So I had, because I was getting married on grass, I had to get a block heel. And I actually found these awesome, perfect white um, shoes by Guess, believe it or not. Um, and they were so comfortable. I was meant to change and change into because I had these beautiful Gucci um, shoes that actually Max bought me when we were in Capri when we first got together, mm. and I was meant to wear those with my Luna uh, with my Laloon dress. But because my wedding shoes were so comfortable, I forgot to take them off, oh, <laughs> and I stayed in them until the dance floor, and then I changed into um, my Gucci heels after that, which was so much fun. You could get through the main standing section of the day with some comfortable shoes and still look beautiful and and party shoes later. Beautiful. And your hair and makeup, your hair, you know, your your makeup was flawless. Your hair was just gorgeously simplistic but really elegant. So it really lent itself to, you know, the simplicity of your slip but the elegance of your veil. So who, who was your hair and makeup? Oh, she is divine and I'm, I'm very lucky. Um, Georgia Hull, she's actually a close girlfriend of mine and she's my husband's, um, one of his uh, best female friends as well. She did my makeup and my hair and she nailed it. So the brief to her was, because I love her style, she just, she makes everyone look like their best possible self. And I was so lucky to not only spend the morning with her doing it um, and her being my mate, but her just doing the most amazing job. I was just so, so blessed. Um, The brief to her was, I said, I just wanted dewy skin. I have a thing, and this is a bit untraditional for, for most brides. I wanted a red lip. And yes, when you kiss, you will put red lipstick all over your groom, (laughs) but and you'll get it on your teeth. Um, I wanted a red lip and, um, and just 
mainly mascara. I just wanted to highlight lashes and lip because those are the two things that I just love to wear when I go out. I feel at my best with just those two items. Um, and she just did the best job of highlighting that and keeping everything beautiful and dewy. And my hair, I said I wanted a sort of a messy structured bun, which is a very odd <laughs> thing to say. I'm like, it's a contradiction to say a messy structured bun, um, but a tamed messy structured bun and she nailed it. Um, and it just had to be at that right spot to anchor the veil because the veil was quite heavy. Um, Five metres long, yeah. <laughs> and the worst part was, the funniest thing was when I walked out of the um, – it's kind of like this sort of almost castle looking thing. Um, I walked out the door to, to walk down the aisle and there's pavements and I I didn't realise that some of the veil would get caught on the pavement as I was walking out. So I was trying to keep a really straight, stiff neck so I didn't lose the veil, um, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> she did an amazing job. Um, and she also did my bridesmaids' um, makeup and my mum's makeup too and they just look stunning. Yeah, see, and that's really special, isn't it, to be able to share it with a friend as well and you know that they totally get you and can make you look incredible but also be there to share in the pre-celebration of getting married, which is is so much fun. Oh, it's so much fun. We popped the champagne, we were doing masks and just chatting and having the best time ever. It was It was so good beautiful and you wore a statement earring yes I did. Mm. Yes. what what who was who were they by yeah they're by christine nicolaitis mm. um max actually bought them for me for my birthday as earrings to wear for our wedding day um because he gave me an engagement ring which has an emerald in the middle and the sort of green in the middle of the um, earrings is to represent the the emerald as well so he picked those out for me and I loved it. They were just like perfect, just just oh, love, love, love. Stunning. And then so you were, who was Max dressed by? Uh, Brent Wilson. Okay. Oh, so good. He did all the groomsmen um, suits and he did Max's suit. Max had two suits. <laughs> So I wasn't the only bride wearing two outfits. He had to have a reception outfit too. So what he did was he had this beautiful velvet um, suit jacket for his ceremony, which was gorgeous. And then for the reception, he actually sent over, he, he found it in Mexico. It's almost, it's this white with gold um, embroidery, kind of like an El Mariachi um a suit jacket and he got it to sent to Australia but when it arrived in Australia there was a lot wrong with it and Brent completely fixed it up made it look amazing um, which was so good as well so good Mm -hmm. beautiful and so and then your bridal party how many did you have in your bridal party I had two bridesmaids okay that's a good that's a good number that's not too many where there's a big line of you guys and it's just just special so were the were the girls in um in an Australian designer who who were they in so I said to the girls so both I had my sister and my best friend um Christelle so Christelle 
and my sister lived far away from me so I can't I couldn't actually um go shopping with them and my sister also had a baby had my little beautiful baby niece two months um prior to my wedding so I said to the girls I don't mind whatever they choose as long as it's a beautiful black dress that makes them feel amazing Mm. on the day yeah that it's it's whatever they felt made them feel beautiful and made them look great that was perfect and I said I'll get your shoes I'll arrange the um the earrings for you and everything but just pick a dress Mm. that makes you feel amazing and my sister just got this wonderful little cocktail outfit like black cocktail outfit which looked stunning on her um I don't know who it's by (laughs) and then uh Christelle just got this beautiful black silk slip as well um so quite different for both dresses but they just looked I love that and you know you want you want your bridesmaids you you know your best friends to feel comfortable on the day you don't want them to be you know in something that you know every I know that with my friendship group we've all got different completely different taste Mm -hmm. and style and something that I would pick for them they would probably hate Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I think that's just such a good thing too because you want them to enjoy the day and feel comfortable and feel really good about themselves too you know when you're looking shit and you're in something that you hate and you just hating the event all day or you know so So yeah I I said just pick whatever makes you feel beautiful and I said with the shoes because I just got these um I actually got them from Boohoo these black velvet block heels I said girls if you don't want to wear them for the rest of um of the wedding you don't have to just wear them just for the ceremony that's it you can change into thongs if you feel like it like it's totally Mm. fine but they said the shoes were so comfortable that they spent even um they danced in them and everything that it was totally great incredible and so your ceremony you had your ceremony at victoria's was it in byron yes and then a separate space for your reception yes so we had um yes it was victoria's and ewingsdale we had the ceremony there and then we had our reception at beach byron bay down at clark's beach Okay, beautiful. And was that a cocktail-styled affair or did you guys have a sit-down dinner? We had a sit-down dinner. So Max and I are massive foodies. Um, And the food there at Beach Byron Bay, it's a hatted restaurant and it's an Italian hatted restaurant and it's divine. So we set it up. So when we sent our guests, because I had buses pick everyone up from actually the – from the reception, I said, everyone just meet at 12.30, buses will pick you up and they'll just take care of you for the rest of the day. So the buses picked them up, took them to Victoria's at Ewingsdale. Um, it's kind of like this big Tuscan villa type yeah, looking it's place. Beautiful. It's really gorgeous. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and it kind of looks like a bit of a, an Italian um, garden, hence why we wanted to have it there and very private. And then after the ceremony, we had um, the champagne garden party. And then from there, we took uh, the buses, picked them up, took them to reception. And at reception, when they arrived, we had uh, margaritas and Aperol spritzes. And then we had all the canapes come out like oysters and arancini balls. And then we put out also a big feasting table um, inside so people could go straight onto the balcony if anyone's ever been to be at Beach Byron Bay, it's beautiful. It's this lovely wooden 
restaurant right on the beach. It's the only one that's on the beach. And the roof comes off as well. So we had um, hanging Edison lights and flowers um, just uh, strung across um, the bare, like on the banisters. And then you just was looking over the whole entire beach. And from there we had a sit-down dinner. We did shared food because Max and I have this thing about sharing food. It's always better when it's from someone's mm. plate. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> we had all this burrata and um, we had fish and we had pork and greens and potatoes and everything like that. And then we had dessert, which is tiramisu, which is my favorite. Wedding cake. And I chose a wedding cake that was delicious as well. It was like this chocolate fudge wedding cake with uh, vanilla buttercream icing. And then we had midnight snacks, which were like these warm um, ham and cheese baguettes and vegetarian baguettes and things like that. So massive foodies. (laughs) So we made sure that Everyone was very well fed for the event. Yeah. Mm. It's amazing what people remember, though. I mean, we spent, when I got married, and it's a long, <laughs> a long time ago now, but we spent so much of what we'd allocated in our budget to food and booze. And still to this day, like seven plus years on, people still remember how good our food was and how good the service was. So it's incredible to think you know you can get lost down this rabbit hole of what the most important thing is but if food is really important to you and you invest in a space that produces amazing quality everyone's going to remember it forever a hundred percent that's where literally all our budget went to was booze and food and we it's the same thing all our guests say that was just the best food we've had at a wedding and um and we love top shelf liquor and champagne so we went all out for that one as well so that Mm. everyone could have a fun party and what time did you finish up we finished at midnight and did you um head out afterwards in byron bay or did kind of everyone no so um unfortunately it's a sunday night and byron has quite some fun restrictions (laughs) the reason we actually went with um beach Byron Bay was because it was the only venue that goes to midnight most oh wow yeah most other venues go to about 10 or 10 30 yeah yeah it's it's it's, and we just we feel like at 10 30 that's when the party begins Um, yeah so we we were thinking of um there's uh like a nightclub that we were going to hire a space for but they're not open on the Sunday night so um, everyone was pretty much tired at the end of it anyway, so we all called it a night at midnight anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good if you're planning a wedding in Byron, just check what their curfew times are because yeah, that's mm. a little a little annoying one there. Yeah, because I think it's something that not a lot of people would think that Byron, being Byron Bay, would have such an early curfew because mm. it's an all year round hub. Right, so it's not as if it's like a tourist town that gets a little bit busier, and then is really quiet through winter. So to have those kind of restrictions is would be surprising for people looking to do something in that area. A hundred percent, yeah. Well, one of the um, venues we looked at that we were going to go with their their curfew was nine thirty. 
<gasps> yeah, no. Sounds like no, that would not work with me at all. No, that, that will not work with our party. <laughs> I can take at 9.30. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And that's the thing, isn't it? Once you get through all the formalities and all the yeah. speeches and, and you do a first dance or you cut a cake or you pour your champagne tower, the, it is 9 o'clock. Yeah. So you want to, you know, allow maximum time for maximum fun and it always comes those hours after nine o'clock a hundred percent yeah yeah oh beautiful and so we've touched on your um incredible photographer as well um did you have a videographer I did I did I had um desert media oh wow desert island media they're from the Gold Coast. They were awesome. Nika, he came down and he filmed it and he did an amazing job. He had his drone because one of the things was um, we definitely wanted a videographer that could get a drone because we had um, the reception down at the beach and the the roof is off. We wanted a shot of um, of of them going above the roof so you could see everyone um, having food and everything like that. And he nailed it. It was so good. And I, I will say hats off to him because he also has to deal with my husband who's very visionary when it comes to these things. So he had to deal with that, <laughs> with the editing of, because Max had a vision of how he wanted it edited. And he did a very good job, may I add. Um, but he had to work with Max with that one and he, he nailed it in the end and it was we were just so happy with all the beautiful footage and they did a really great job. Wow, that's so good. And um, what was your favourite part of the wedding? Oh, you know what? It's so funny. It's so hard. When, so hard. <laughs> when people used to tell me um, before I got married, they'd say, oh, your wedding day is like the best day ever. And I used to laugh at them and think it was a joke. I was like, oh, you need to get out more. And then we got married and I was like, oh, my God, is it, it is the best day ever. I think one of my most favourite parts was definitely the speeches. Um, I, I, I love speeches. I'm, I'm one of those dorky people that loves them. Um, and... I don't know, it was just such a beautiful emotional roller coaster of fits of laughter and fits of tears um, just just pouring out throughout the evening. But it was just just a beautiful, beautiful time and we all got to speak from the heart and, and talk about, you know, things that we love um, and love each other. And, and as I was saying in my wedding speech to Max, the reason that we that Max and I love each other so much is that everyone in this room has showed us love and kindness at some point in our life so it was just so beautiful to hear from everyone and and everything like that so yeah I definitely think the speeches was my highlight incredible so planning getting engaged planning a desk essentially in a destination wedding um for yourself and Max all within four months the spreadsheet to end all spreadsheets, an incredible, you know, um, on the ground counterpart at your venue. Did you have any near misses or, um, you know, hiccups along the way? Did anything sneak in? Because it sounds honestly like it was just the smoothest sale to wedded bliss. It's, well, funnily enough, a lot of things did go a little bit haywire before the wedding 
But on the day was like the most, not one thing went wrong on the day. It was just the most perfect day ever. But leading up to the wedding, lots of little crazy things happened. But like, for example, my dresses didn't arrive till the week of the wedding. (laughs) It was, it was pretty funny. Um, I laughed. it, it was like it was just it was because certain things got caught up in the mail certain things um went wrong and but I just I don't know I just have this I'm this person that kind of feels whatever's meant to be will just happen and you've got to go with it so I wasn't even that fussed when the dresses I, I'm not lying my dresses arrived two days before I, fly, I flew out to Byron um, but I was completely calm with it. I don't, I don't know where I got the calmness from. I just thought, well, whatever I'm supposed to wear on the day, worst case scenario is I just go to the Grace Lovelace showroom and grab a dress from there if everything yeah. arrives or doesn't fit properly. Mm. It's totally cool. Um, it's meant to be what it's meant to be. Um, yeah. I also have this big thing, if, and this is sort of an advice for any bride getting married, if anything is causing you a great deal of stress, whether it be a person or um, an issue or something that you're trying to organise that's just not working, let it go. Just actually go, you know what? This is not working for me. This is causing too much. Mm. It's not meant to be. So let's keep this as further removed from me so on the day it doesn't need to rear its head and cause any problems. So I kind of went with that attitude and things just fell into place. And and one thing I will say about getting married quite quickly is you do stick to budget quite well because you have the funds there and you're way past anything of putting a deposit down and paying it off as you go, which is usually sort of a bit of a trap sometimes I find because you end up going, oh, well, that's okay. I'll put an extra 10K on that. And then when it comes to the day, you're like, oh, should have I done that? Whereas where it's like, yep, this is either going to fit in within budget or not. And um, and also people can either do it for you or they can't do it for you on the day as well. So things just kind of all fell into place and worked out really well. But I, we both kind of went in with the attitude of whatever's going to eventuate on the day will, will be. Um, and another thing that kind of, it was really funny. Um, I shouldn't say funny. I feel sorry for the people who are getting married the day before because in Byron it rained for two weeks straight before my wedding day and my wedding day was the one day that the sun finally broke Um, but I I kind of was like well if it rains it's okay I've got um, wet weather options it's fine and and at the end of the day the most important thing is that you and your partner are getting married and Mm. you get to have people there so it's okay if it rains or your dress is not right or or all those little things it's it's okay because the main thing is that you two get married and and all your friends and family are there to celebrate so whatever that's such a good way to be it is isn't it because I feel like that's probably it's probably what all brides right now need to hear because you know there are little things that pop up in your wedding normally um dealing with like COVID at the moment Mm -hmm. just throws I think people 
into they might analyze or might um hold on to things that might they, they necessarily didn't wouldn't have if this wasn't going on so it's really good to hear like you know what you can't control the weather so don't stress over it mm-hmm. um you can control how people make you feel or how things progress so if you can control that and they aren't making you feel good cut it off and then you know being in the space that you obviously were and and approaching a wedding with well what will be will be it's almost as if you know the higher-ups have gone we're going to give you the most perfect day because you've had the outlook that it, it will be okay and you know what it will be and it was yeah a hundred percent and and all those brides that are trying to plan weddings during this COVID situation my heart really does go out to them but I do feel we're going to see such beautiful intimate weddings that focus on all the things that really matter both to a couple and like that I think it's just going to be beautiful ceremonies and and receptions coming out from this that that really focus Mm. on the things that matter at the moment and and it's okay just let all those bigger things go it's okay what whatever's to be will be beautiful well thank you that was some really great advice at the end there I think a lot of people take a lot from that yeah and I think it was just so nice to relive a sunny day in Byron (laughs) everyone's kind of hanging out for you know the chance to be able to enjoy some sunshine after winter and to be able to cross the borders when we can um you know, and get up and away. And like for you guys, what an amazing little space that you can always go back to um, and, you know, relive that wedding day again and again and again. So thank you so much for joining us. It's been a total pleasure. Oh, it's been great, ladies. I really enjoyed it. It was fun to relive it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the You and Me podcast. If you're after any of the suppliers mentioned in today's episode, you can head on over to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast and jump into our episode release where we've tagged all these incredible suppliers featured in this interview. If you're a bride or groom and would like to chat to us about having your wedding featured on the You and Me podcast, you can send us a submission DM to our Instagram page at the You and Me podcast titled Real Couple Submission or message us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the You and Me podcast. Leaving reviews, rating the episodes, sharing the love with all your loves and subscribing to our podcast really helps us to continue producing the amazing content designed just for you. So don't be shy. You can also follow our ordinary lives with Andy over at The Bridal Journey and Laura at Wonderlust Creative. Thanks for joining.